who's giving very much Zombies 3 Alien mm-hmm. with his blue hair. Um, Josh Owa Blackburn, mm-hmm. full name. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call him Josh uh, if you choose. He's, he's a master of Photoshop and thrift shop and movies. And that's all I have. Mm. That's really good. So here I am joined with my lovely and comparable co-host, Miss Ash Criswell. And she is a lover of the Zombies franchise, Devin Booker, several things, many things, really. Um, movies over music. Of course, our shared love for Zoe 101. And this is episode one of Why to Slay. Uh, I I really think we killed it with the name the other day, or the not the other mm. day. I soft launched it the other day with Tatum, mm. and I was I said something, and I was like, "Oh, she's way too slang," and she said, "Oh, that's kind of good." And I was like, "Oh, oh you it's catching like on! It's catching on! Yes, 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 that's good." <laughs> we need we need to trademark it, trademark mm. it first. Yeah, we're gonna have to buy the rights to that for sure. So basically, what we're gonna be doing every episode. Well, okay. Every episode we're going to go through like an episode or two of the show we've chosen from mm-hmm. the Y2000s. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, also if we choose to not do something from the 2000s, that's all right, you know, because we just invented it all. Um, but we're starting with one of our shows that we hold near and dear to our heart, which is Zoe 101, of course. Right. Um, Josh, do you remember watching Zoe 101 as a kid? So I loved Zoe 101. It was kind of my Degrassi at the time, but my mom hated okay. it. So if I was listening to it, if she could hear it from the other room, she would come in and shut my TV off in my bedroom and tell me to do homework or something. <laughs> she was like, I don't like that. And I was like, but why though? But why? Because it's iconic. Really? What's your experience? Why did she hate it? Did she give a reason? I okay so I think that it had something to do with the Britney Spears scandals of the day that it was like Britney's little sister so she's just as bad and they're just trashy people and we don't like them in this house so I think that was kind of the vibe you know like Christian conservative the Spears hating Florida lifestyle right right um Honestly, I don't think my mom hated it right off the bat. She's not like an anti-Britney, but my mom was very always anti, to be fair, like uh, she's got a good reason. She was anti-teen pregnancy, which I get, but that's kind of when she really lost it. She was like, no more Zoe 101, she's pregnant. And my logic was always, well, she's not pregnant on the show. Okay, they're not like promoting mm-hmm. like her getting pregnant. It's not like a storyline. Like, like that's her business. Be yeah, so mm-hmm. I was able to watch it up until about then, and then that's when I had to start watching it only at my dad's exclusively because he did not care that Jamie Lynn Spears was pregnant, nor did he know that she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right. Love that. I love that we kind of at one point were both outlawed from it, but here we are. Mm-hmm. Who would have thought our parents would be so disappointed in us if they knew that we were making a podcast about Britney Spears' teen pregnant little sister? I think my mom's come full circle. She doesn't care anymore. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I was the first child, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, she's given, like, Tatum, she's already given up. So it's not a big deal anymore. But with you, you weren't the first. So your mom clearly still cared at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I was, I'm the youngest of four which is so weird because like at some point yeah a lot of it is has been given up like I was very unmonitored for the most part but if I wanted to watch tv in the living room it was not going to be Miss Zoe 101 that was just not an option and of course Degrassi (laughs) was outlawed because like of course I don't even think my mom knew what Degrassi was oh hold on let me I have to let Miss Stassi out. 
Miss Stassi gotta go. Well, I mean, we'll get to Degrassi eventually one mm-hmm. day. That's a big topic mm-hmm. to um, tackle. So right now we can so focus on Zona One. Um, did you do any like background research into it? I have a general knowledge of the background, but I didn't do anything specific as of recent. So if you would like to enlighten me, that would be fantastic. Okay. Um, this is all the information I could find on my trusty source, Wikipedia. Right. And basically it just said that um, Jalen Spears initially got a meeting with Dan Schneider um, because they wanted to bring her onto all that um, because they needed more viewers on that. And they were like, oh, it's Britney Spears' little sister. Like people eat that up. Mm-hmm. And they were right. But then the um, executives after the last season of all that was like about to end were like, okay, so we need a spinoff for all that, just like we had the Amanda Bind show and like Jake and Josh, et cetera. Um, and we want something you want we want you to write something for Jamie Lynn Spears specifically. So Zoe One One was really tailored around her. Um, and I read that her mom had a lot of input on the show. I know we we hate moms, um, but she might have she might have had something going for her at this point because this show is a, a great concept. Uh, basically, the only input Jamie Lynn said that she had, she said, "I wasn't really a business girl because I was 11." Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Is that she wanted Zoe to be um, tomboy esque and at least like confident um and sure of herself i'm not sure how tomboy she is besides maybe like the first episode but she was very confident i will give her that mm-hmm. she's not really insecure um and that's that's all the information i could dig up about love the creation that. love 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 that i know i've heard that he wanted to the creator that <laughs> has been under fire for years for being a creepy little man <laughs> Wanted to create something more soap opera-y, more serious, give the kids a little a little drama, a little 90210 for the Nickelodeon channel. Mm-hmm. And I think he did do that. Um, we'll get into episodes later in seasons that are just like very serious for, mm-hmm. for no reason. No time, reason. But, <laughs> but some of my favorite episodes, nonetheless. So... Before we talk about the first episode, what it's called Welcome to PCA, right? Mm-hmm. I believe so. So I read some of it sometimes people just call it pilot or zone one. Fair enough. Right. That's fair. Um, I think we need to start with talking about the theme song. Oh, I love when the main character of the show sings the theme song. It's always so jarring when it's like, especially on Nickelodeon, it's like some random like middle-aged man that you're like he doesn't know this show he doesn't care whether these characters live or die like why is he singing (laughs) like a mid-2000s rock bop he does not even go here so it was so refreshing that they let miss jamie lynn sing the theme song i mean with your sister being britney spears and this is like why they're hiring you all together like you have to I bet there was a lot of pressure on her and Miss Brittany to like really deliver a theme song. Mm-hmm. And they did just that. And they did. The director yelled cut and they heard cut and they said, we're going to go for it. <laughs> Except why it's the hardest theme song to find. You can't find a version of it literally anywhere. That's not like a kid's bop version to stream or anything. That's so weird. I wonder what the backstory is behind that because I feel like the theme songs are like the easiest songs to find and there's I couldn't find any like Jamie Lynn Spears version of it besides that like remake one she did a couple years ago for like the oh the one with Noah Beck thing they did (laughs) yeah that one that's the only one one. on the internet (laughs) (laughs) um so I think that's kind of strange but um, also, something that, like, you notice right away is that they all do look very much 12. It's, yeah, it's, like, kind of jarring because you're, like, where are your parents? Like, you are too young to be at a boarding <laughs> school, like, unsupervised like this. Yeah, I think, like, 
in the age we live in now, in the age of euphoria and such, um, we are not used to seeing actual 12-year-olds, 12-year-olds mm-hmm. playing 12-year-olds. Right. So it's kind of scary. But it definitely, I feel like, makes the stories come to life better because, like, when they act so childlike, I'm like, well, okay, well, they're, like, children. Right, exactly. Versus seeing, like, Jacob Elordi acting like a 12-year-old, you're like, <laughs> you have a 401k. <laughs> like, what's going on here? <laughs> this is off-putting. Um, also, we can talk about the cast. Let's talk about who we have here. Obviously, I've discussed we have Miss Jamie Lynn Spears. Um, and controversially, controversially, that's a word. I'm a Jamie Lynn Spears stan. Mm-hmm. Is, is that just because of Zoe 101? Yeah. But I love her. I think she did exactly what she needed to do with the show and she brought it. And 100%. I'm, when we're talking about her on the show we're only going to say positive things anything that happened mm-hmm. after no comment but for this being that's none of zoe's business we are only talking about her that is none no. of miss zoe brooks good tomboy christian business <laughs> she had nothing to do with that lady jamie <laughs> no she doesn't um who else do we have we have um all the other popular like people i think you would have recognized at the time would be uh Chris Massey, only mm-hmm. recognizing him by his last name. Another another little nepotism sibling moment. This is really a show built on nepotism. This is literally Nepotism Coast Academy. Oh yeah, that's good. MCA. Mm-hmm. Um I am a team if we're gonna pit them against each other, I'm a team Chris Massey over Kyle any day of the week. Oh, 100%. I actually, my cousin, for some weird reason, she had like a thing where she would talk with Kyle Massey. <laughs> um, I don't know why, like, they knew each other like that. It was not that long ago. Like, the appeal of him had worn off. And, like, they would DM sometimes. And he knew, like, um, Troy a little bit. Why? I don't know. But if I could dig up some pictures of that, I would share them because it's that's really you know, maybe good. I'm the nepotism sibling. Yeah, nepotism is coming my way. I can mm-hmm. feel it. Yeah. Okay, so let's just get into the episode. It starts with uh, Mr. Dustin, which what what are your thoughts on Dustin? Now, of course, he's supposed to be the annoying little brother, and he ate it up he is annoying mm-hmm. i don't like paul butcher he's so scary for no reason like makes me <laughs> so scared at all times for no reason he also gives like mm-hmm. Cur- current day current day for sure yeah no no beef with young paul butcher but older paul butcher scares me very badly and and now it's hard to separate old paul butcher from young paul butcher so he's kind of freaking me out a little bit watching it, but I can get over it because he's still like, you know, a child. <laughs> you know, same that that's Jamie and Zoe do not know each other. Paul and Dustin mm-hmm. do not know each other. Um, I like Dustin. I felt like the relationship between Zoe and Dustin like was pretty well written for like siblings. I feel like that's how siblings actually act. Mm-hmm. And um Dustin, if I compare him, I read, I listened to this podcast a while back, and they did an episode on Zoe One, and they were talking about how they hate Dustin. He's like the worst person in the world, but they were raving about how they love Matt from Lizzie McGuire, which is crazy to me because Not the I perv. watched Lizzie McGuire. I watched Lizzie McGuire like all the way through last year, and I hated Matt, and I had to skip like every fucking scene mm. with him in it. And for them to badmouth Dustin like that, I was like, you've lost you've lost your marbles. The literally the opening of the Lizzie McGuire movie is him being a little perv with his video camera on the remote controlled car zooming into her room <laughs> while she's changing. Like what and then like trying to blackmail her with the footage? Like what what are you on? It's giving sensest. It really yeah. is. 
sticking to us, Dad. Matt, Matt here for life. Dustin, mm-hmm. lover. So Dustin, he's been going to this, which is crazy. He's been going to this boarding school. He's in what, like, he's in like sixth or seventh grade. Yeah, gotta be. Yeah, probably. I'm guessing like sixth grade. Okay, and he already has been going to the sporting school. Imagine sending your like fifth grader off, because I could get behind like junior high, but did they say how long he's been going to the school? Well, no, but he's at least went the year before because they were like, "He," they were like, "Oh, Zoe's gonna go to your school now." So maybe he's like seventh grade. grade. I feel like maybe he's like seventh grade and he started in sixth grade or something like that. I feel a little more comfortable with that versus sending an elementary schooler to boarding school (laughs) in the hills. Like what is going on? Zoe, Zoe and them are in eighth grade this season. So there's no way that he was in seventh grade. Oh, that's a crazy revelation. That's dark. Like, that what? Is, that why were they sitting dark-sided away? Dark-sided for sure. Also, the fact that um, where's that mother? Why did she not want to send off her two only children to this boarding school and she'll never see them again? What is it with some of she these the kids' shows having like whenever a parent is rich, they also hate their children? Like the parents and Jesse, literally just <laughs> terrible parents, hate their kids. Like avoid them at all costs. But they, they couldn't stop collecting them. They just gather them like they're little trophies and little ornaments, and then they lock them in the penthouse and they discard the key. Yeah. Um, also, what was really special to me is that they drive up in a PT Cruiser. And as we as we know, famously, my first car was a PT Cruiser. Really so there's something good. really special mm-hmm. about that to me. Except I did not have this sleigh-ass convertible PT Cruiser that they're rocking. Yeah, that's definitely the product of nepotism for sure. Yeah. Um, so they're in the car and they're coming to PCA and we learned that this is the first year that girls are allowed at PCA. Um, and it's been this school's been open forever. It's because boys' school. And Dustin apparently went here last year. And so Zoe's going. The dad is like, Are you sure you can do this? Although he's been sending away his nine-year-old child. Um, and Zoe's like, Yeah, it's gonna be good. We also have this strange little sequence where Dustin urinates in public in front of everyone. I um, and then they imply that a squirrel bit his dick, and I think there's just a lot we have to. I really want to look at this from different ways because as I was watching, I was like, "Who is the victim?" Because he was running like he did something <laughs> to that squirrel. He was like, "Hit the gas, we have to go." It wasn't like oh no, I want to leave. The squirrel violated me. It was like, I did something bad to that squirrel and we have to leave. So really? who is the you victim? You think he assaulted the squirrel? I, I can just picture him peeing, peeing on the ground and he just, just a little spray on the squirrel <laughs> and that squirrel beat him, beat him up and he had okay. to hit the road. Like there's just, it's just not adding up the way that he was so quick to get out of there. What did he do to that squirrel? <laughs> I I did not think of it that way. I have only ever imagined the squirrel sneaking up on Dustin, taking his mm-hmm. urination. He had what, like that big ass big gulp in his mm-hmm. or something? Um, and sneaking up, like calling up his leg and then just biting his little penis. 100%. So- it could also definitely be that. I could totally see that option too, but I like the, the more sinister angle. Yeah. So now I'm curious. Um, I, I don't know why he couldn't make it. I don't like that he just peed in front of everyone. But we just have to move on from that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, really, we need, to, we need to discuss how Jamie Lynn was... One thing that she did struggle with is concealing that thick-ass accent. Yep. Her Louisiana drawl. Yep. It was heavy. Mm-hmm. Like, the to believe that she's, like, a rich little girly in California? No. No, ma'am. Yeah. No way. Um, also, where do the parents live, then? Do they ever say that? I don't even remember what he does. What does her dad do? Is he, like, a producer or something? No. I don't remember, because he used to move to London, eventually. 
or whatever he does. Mm. Like, what does he do? And then I remember when the grandma, like, comes, our grandparents come in one episode, they drive from, like, Boston. So it's, like... <laughs> like, where, <laughs> yeah, mean, where are they from? It's clearly, like, not close enough where... Okay, that's weird. They make it seem like it's close enough that the dad can drive them, but also they make it far enough, like, that they never come and visit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know where they live. That is so strange. That also, like, concerns me even more. Not only did you send your fifth, sixth grade son to boarding school alone, you sent him across the country to boarding school. Like, what is wrong with you? Um... Okay, so then they pull up to the school. Also, just just gonna throw it out there, her hair. Mm. Her hair. Mm-hmm. It's probably what I imagine Dustin's urine to look like. It right. is so violently yellow. Yeah, she really needed scary. a good tone. She needed a <laughs> maybe even another bleach and tone. Like it was, it was bad. It was like fluorescent. Bleach and tone. <laughs> fluorescent. Um, so they pull it to school and she's getting out of the car and who do we see? Oh, Mr. Chase Matthews. Oh, King, he's riding up on his bike and of course, what, what anyone would do, see Zoe and is stunned. Like, it, you can feel the sparks fly. This is true love if I've ever seen it. And of course, he runs into a flagpole. Right. And... She's like, whoa. <laughs> mm-hmm. I um, feel like so she ran- I feel like immediately she was kind of like, ooh, a boy, like kind of feeling him. But then so soon after, she has friend zoned him in her mind. And it's really devastating to see. <laughs> because that like first glance of like, ooh, a boy just came up and he's talking to me before he like reveals how like silly and goofy he is you just like see a switch in her brain like oh he's gonna be a friend for sure and it's just like oh <laughs> my poor baby chase yeah he it's like not very long that you feel the spark uh both ways the instant he hits the flagpole basically mm-hmm. it's it's done for him mm-hmm. um but they're so sweet anyway she runs to go check on him and he's like oh you're new to the school she's like yeah blah 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 blah. and then her dad's trying to help them like unpack their stuff and he's like oh Zoe like we need to find your place and Chase being the gentleman he is is like oh no I know right where it is like I'll take your I'll take your daughter the dad's a little hesitant um although he clearly has no emotional bond with any of these children mm-hmm. and he's like okay I'll help Dustin bye and that's really the last we see of the father for multiple seasons yeah he's really that was he just dipped he was just like all right yeah sure daughter go with this strange boy that just ran into a flagpole like clearly uncoordinated could be unsafe yeah like go off to a random dorm and trust that he's not gonna like kidnap you and hide you under his bed or something i guess it's the risk you're taking sending your child to boarding school I guess, like, why, why don't start caring now. Your kid's going to be unattended for the next however many years of her life. Like, don't start caring now about <laughs> her safety. It's too late for that. Um, she also, so he, like, escorts her on his bike. Um, like, he's, like, walking with it to her dorm. He's giving me, like, a little tour of the campus. And I noticed, first of all, she literally does not have that much stuff. She has, like, three bags. Yeah, which is not enough when you realize that she's not an outfit repeater. Like, where <laughs> no. is she keeping all those clothes? They must be. They must be like size extra, 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 extra mm. small, and she's just really stuffing them in there. That's very. True. There's no way. Does she have her octopus with her in this? I think she's carrying it under her arm. I think it's like I feel she's like got she her is. suitcase and she's got her octopus. Like that's just okay. the essentials. Okay, because I have something to say in the, about episode two later regarding mm-hmm. this, but we'll get there. Um, so she gets to her dorm. Oh my god, it's the biggest thing I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Fully furnished, There's fully decorated. F- fully furnished, already decorated. Stunning. Couch. Trendy. Three bedrooms. The paint. Literally all of it. Mm-hmm. How? Um, and also, okay, so 
So I'm looking through the door and she's the first one there. She throws herself on the bed. And then um, she's talking with Chase. And then all of a sudden she's like, you should get your bike or whatever. Because you see these boys are putting it, or like putting it in a tree somehow. But also that's how we see that for some reason, and this is the only time I think that the dorm is on the second floor. When it is most certainly not. That is such an interesting detail that I never considered because you're absolutely right. Never again is they it up on the it, second floor. And it doesn't make sense that it would be on the second floor because it's room 101. Like, right. That's first floor, baby. That so why would they show me floor. the second floor? Yeah, I don't know. Hmm. But it's something that really like bothers me and sticks out to me. So... One thing that I wrote down in my notes when I was rewatching the first episode is that he's so much quirkier, like at the beginning of the show. I think it's kind of like the the Cat Valentine effect of like Nickelodeon that they'll start some characters as like neurotic, like crazy, and then like tone them down as time goes on. And I feel that way about Chase. I feel like he was so like, oh, I, don't, I don't know, like at the beginning. And then by <laughs> the end, like... he was more just like <laughs> chill, but like kind of goofy and like awkward He's but like normal anti cat valentine yeah exactly it's like he just gets like more normal i guess could be true about like a teenage boy like coming into himself mm-hmm. especially because this is the first time they're ever like hanging out with girls right he, yeah it's really a curveball for him right to even just be around one yeah the fact that his parents sent him to an all-boys school like these parents all hate their kids they really do <laughs> I could see like Logan stabbing like no this is the best bet for him and he would be right for that oh yeah so, 100% speaking okay speaking of Logan I'm pretty sure I wrote the note they have chemistry I will admit I'm actually pretty sure that's about Logan and Zoe At Logan and Zoe we'll get later <laughs> yeah. on into some like really good episodes but like their chemistry is crazy and no one ever talks about it because like he's me but like get over it grow up no like there was like it's the way they spar back and forth like there's just a little bit of there's a hint of something oh it was it's the part okay so basically what happens is um zoe's like walking around the campus i'm pretty sure and she sees the boys playing basketball Mm. um which I would like, like to say right before then, we get Nicole saying, I'm going to call you the scissor wizard. <laughs> and that, <laughs> after she cuts up the shirt and puts it on her before they see the boys. So basically, Nicole's about Maybe. to go out in an ugly shirt. Yeah, you say. And Zoe cuts it up for her to be like, because that was like such a thing. That scene also had me cutting up t-shirts left and right. Like, I was like, I'm going to take this basic t-shirt and cut it up just like Zoe <laughs> And then Nicole's like, Zoe, this is so cute. You did that with just a pair of scissors. I'm going to call you the scissor wizard. And Zoe goes, no, you're She not. said, don't say that. <laughs> no. No, okay. Um, also, I think, like, they embed it a little bit. But, like, they're not going to really mention it until later again. But, like, Zoe's thing, apparently, is she wants to do, like, fashion. And she wants to be a fashion girl. Right. Because in later seasons where they're talking about, like, high school and like the one episode they talk about college is just so weird because like they're not developing that world outside no. of like pca at all and they have like, no futures no and she's just like yeah well i want to go to fashion school and i was like oh but then like it's kind of making sense but yeah it's like so like underground like an yeah. underground hobby she has like with a pair of scissors like i'm so sorry but you need to like know how to do more things than just cut things up to go to fashion school like <laughs> She's got the it factor, though. Um, and then I, I did say, I know there's a lot of controversy, and we'll get it get more into it as I think the season comes to an end, um, about why Dana does depart the show. But I do, like, agree, like, she does look a bit older. Like, she looks out of yes. place. Especially sitting next to, like, Quinn, who looks so young, and, like, mm-hmm. that group of girls. She does look like, oh, not that much older, but enough where I thought it. Yeah, like definitely not the same grade. Like if you wanted it to be like maybe a grade or two above, I would see that. But mm-hmm. like when she's in the middle of all of these girls that she's supposed to be in the same grade, it's like, mm, that's not working. 
yeah, she stands out a bit too much. And it, she also, like, obviously she's meant to stand out because of, like, her aesthetic and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. the age, it's just, it's given a little bit, like, hmm, questionable mm-hmm. love. Um, but she is baddie. She's giving baddie oh, very much. Oh, 100%. Out. Um, I think she's so fun. Um, and I like her in this episode specifically. Um, okay, so now we're to the basketball. They're, like, walking around. She sees the basketball. She's like, I want to go play. Um, giving the Jalen Spears, she said, tomboy, let me play mm, that basketball. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so she's like, can I play, boys? And Chase is like, yeah. And Logan's like, hell no. And this is, I think, where we meet Logan for the first time. Perhaps. Yeah, I think so. And he's like, no, girls can't play. And she's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then so this is where sparks really fly. Mm-hmm. I just want to point out too you know he's like a cool popular kid because the sleeves are cut off of his shirt just a little like visual signaling all of like the the boys that like follow him around like the kids in his posse all have their sleeves on and then he's the leader so his sleeves are cut off and he's definitely he's cool at this point oh yeah but I I don't know when he stopped being cool because I do feel like there's definitely a certain era that begins where he's just not the cool kid in school anymore but at this point maybe when it was boys only like he was really Mm. ruling the school at -hmm. this time um and apparently he's good at basketball which i don't know if i buy but Mm -mm. um so he challenges or zoe challenges him to a pickup game um boys versus girls to see if girls can play on the pta basketball team um who are, are they playing other schools? Because then they I, would have to have girls yeah, on the team. Yeah, I don't know well. how that this works. Really, like normal school, it's a boys team and a girls team. But if we're just playing for fun, I'm sure they can all play together. Like, yeah, it's a nice it's a, like feminist thought. However, that's just not going to work. Like you would have to change the rules for works. all of the schools for the whole thing. Like, mm. Yeah, do we even know if the other boarding schools let women in, or is this, like, mm-hmm. the first, like, um, what's it called? When you're, like, prog- a progressive, like, mm-hmm. school that's letting women in. Um, but either way, she challenges him, and they have, like, a little moment. He's, like, they're, like, screaming at each other, and then he's, like, are we going to kiss? And she's, like, you're disgusting. No. Um, but I felt it a little bit. I felt mm-hmm. it a little bit. Also, his little like, smirk afterwards, me? his little like, hmm, yeah, she said no, but she wants to kiss me. Yeah. Like, his ego like, was not, not affected at all. Yeah, he's not like mad about it. He's just like, oh, she'll come. Like, he just knows. He feels so confident. He's like, oh, she'll come around. But he's not like, oh, I hate, I hate her because of that. He like, mm-hmm. that's just egging him on even more. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm loving him. I'm loving mm-hmm. him so much. Um, and they really focus on Logan this episode specifically. Obviously, Chase too, but we don't really get any. We don't really get any Michael this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more Logan focused. And then also, I just wrote down foreign coach. So their coach, I'm pretty sure he had like a British accent. Yeah. I like, so Why? I feel like I feel like that was a cue to like be like, yeah, this is a rich, like fancy boarding school. Cause like when you're a kid, you're like, ooh, British. Like that means you're like fancy. And they were like, we we want kids to know that this school is cool and like we fly in our coaches. Uh-huh. I think so too. I also wrote down that everyone on the show, but specifically Zoe and Logan, are so effing tan for no reason. I mean, like, I get that it's California, but also wherever Zoe was moving from was not California most likely. So, like, where did <laughs> no. she, where did she, that's also not a natural tan. That is an even bottle tan. She paid money for that tan. You think? I oh, thought, like, 100%. she was, like... If anything, knowing like the South, South Fives, that's a tanning bed tan. 100%. That's like the, with the little glasses. Like, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, 100%. Yep. That's like tanning bed and or like spray bed, tan. And it's probably fucking up her hair. That's why her hair looks like that. It's because yep. she's in the tanning bed too much and it's also frying that jet. Yeah. Um, but I still think she looks great. But it is a lot. I'm like, skin cancer is coming your way because I know what Jimmy Lynn's face looks like now. And she's. 
so pale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, I said, oh, okay, so I just wrote down pink Uggs ice cream. I need that outfit. The looks are really good. So now Zoe's tasked with finding four other girls to join her team um, to play against Logan. And none of the girlies are wanting to participate. Um, I also wrote down Quinn is an instant icon because she is. Yeah, 100%. I just remembered this from the research I did, is that um, Hoopa Erin, she had auditioned for Nicole, um, and obviously she did not get the role, but Val, who shall, the bigwig, the pervy little bigwig, mm-hmm. he liked her so much that he actually wrote Quinn, like the character specifically for Erin, um, so that she could be on the show, and I like He's evil, obviously, but he had a vision. He nailed it yeah, because 100%. she plays it so well. Yeah, it's you kind of feel that too because like the dynamic is like, it's like kind of she's like the the wrench thrown into the like roommate dynamic because you've got Zoe, you've got her two roommates, and then you've got like the boys. But then like Quinn comes in sometimes, and she's like not part of their group, but she kind of like joins in sometimes, and it's like. It's just an interesting dynamic. She really, like, mixes things up sometimes. Right. She brings, like, uh, plot developments that just no one else in the group could bring. And she's Mm -hmm. always that level of, like, chaos that um, you couldn't have from, like, Michael or just, like, someone Mm -hmm. really normal. And obviously her hair is always amazing. And we'll, we'll get to our iconic line later. I'm pretty sure I wrote that down. Yeah, I did, for sure. So the girls are about to play basketball. Is Dana ever going to play? Like, at the beginning, is she going to play? And then she's like, you guys are a lost cause. And then she leaves? Or I, I'm pretty sure that's what happens, is that they have their first, like, practice run because they were all hyped. They, like, got all the girls yeah. together. And then they had their little run through. And they were like, oh, we're really bad. And Dana was like, mm-hmm. I will not be seen with any of you. Right. Okay, so that's what happens. But she, so I wrote this down. Dana shows up to the basketball match just to walk away. Like she shows up and she immediately walks away. Mm-hmm. Why did you come? You she is so, she's such, she's like this different energy that's like, I, I don't care, but I'm going to go anyways. And I'm going to look, but I don't care. I'm going to walk away. It's like, <laughs> you never really know where she's headed. Yeah. Um. So she walks away and then there's some girls that we never see again. Also, I said we need to bring sweatbands back because they look so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Why Why do you need a sweatband on your wrist though? Like, what is that doing? Are you sweating on your wrist? I have no... Is whose like sweat head? is dripping down their arms? Like, that's... But I did. I used to wear them. I was like, oh, that is so cool. I used to have my little sweatbands. Yeah. Um. So I say we bring them back. And then I think this is the first time I wrote it in my notes. Michael King, I think this is the first time we see Michael, um, who is their only favorite. But Michael's just like one of my favorite. I love him so mm-hmm. much, sweet little boy. Um, I also said that I think that Stingrays is such a cool mascot. It's so good, especially for their specific school. Like, it's so mm-hmm. good. It really, really, really and works. It's not basic. Like, they could have done Shark or something mm-hmm. but like stingray it's like sneakily powerful and it's just like so it's so fun and right, i really yeah. am loving that mascot and it's not basic at all um so then there's a big crowd big turnout for this basketball game um dustin who we haven't seen in a while is there um and he's like sorry zoe but i can't cheer for you like i gotta go for the boys and she's like because okay. they because the boys said they were going to shave his eyebrows if he didn't which like yeah mm, i really don't think it would have made that big of a difference no eyebrows but okay yeah I'll give blonde it to boy you. so but he like sneaks over in the bleachers and he's like but i'm so rooting for you um he's sweet it's sweet um and then they they start playing the game there's some insane editing choices while this game is going on <laughs> The music? Give me that ball. Oh, 
I don't know. It literally sounds like they just like sat one of the like background guys who's like bringing drinks to set or something. And they were like, we need like a song, but we can't clear anything because later on they use a song that's like an actual song. So like they had to get Uh the rights to that one, but they couldn't have too many songs because they would have to like pay for them. So they were like, just sit down in front of this night, watch this scene, describe what's happening. And he was just like, ah, yeah, give me that ball. Give me that ball. (laughs) And it was like, oh, what is going Uh on? It's so like in your face while they're trying to play. I could not, every time I've watched that episode, I'm like, what is going on with this music? (laughs) The music, there's like some really intense, like slow-mo and cutbacks. Um, And it's, it's a lot, it's a lot to watch. You would think like, it's important and it's just really not it's and it's really not that like intense like when they do when they aren't cutting and stuff you just see that they're just all like oh oh shoot the ball like it's not that no one's good fast paced and intense yeah they really edited it to film uh also they were dunking how were they dunking i've seen the size of these men five six at best they had to lower that hoop so much so much um so then they're playing, uh, the girls are losing automatically just by a lot. The only person who scores is Zoe. And then Logan does end up elbowing her in the face. And the foreign coach is like, you, you, you must go to the nurse immediately. Which is, that's fine. like so rigged. Like it was just a bloody it's nose. Sabotage. Even if it was broken, she's totally fine to keep playing. And he was like, nah, <laughs> I think you need to go. I think you need to go to the nurse immediately. And the boys are like, yeah, yeah go to the nurse. Also, no punishment for Logan for fully elbowing her. Like, <laughs> yeah, he didn't care. He's like, it was the name of the game. Yeah. Um, but so she's like, she's like, okay, fine, I'll go to the nurse. And then plot twist she's like i'm not going to the fucking nurse i want to finish out this game like the boss bitch i am um and then i just wrote a note chase loves her nicole is a cutie i don't know what you sure, those very notes. simple but very powerful and true now is this the part in the game where dana comes in to so, rescue them yeah so dana she apparently has been lurking around this fucking basketball game since the last time we saw her mm-hmm. and she's like okay coach pull me in and so then quinn runs down the hill so me vibes so me fully going oh sorry you can't play we already have enough players on the team and she said bye-bye and ran away so me yeah so quinn takes one for the team she leaves immediately and dana gets put in uh and then her and Zoe start to slay. Also, this is where Dustin is like, forget my eyebrows. I want to cheer for mm-hmm. my sister. And then he stands up like a man and he's mm-hmm. like, go Zoe. Um, and, and all the, the boys joined in too with him. Right, because why wouldn't the guys be cheering for the girls? If you want to get a little lucky, you want to get a little something, something, you need to be rooting for the girls. Exactly. But they're just learning. So the first mm-hmm. week, the girls are allowed on campus. Um, so then Dana and Zoe play and they're really good. Uh, Dana's like kicking ass, taking names. Then Zoe passes her this ball to shoot, shoot it up to the score, the, to tie it, not to tie it, but like, I think they I were when. tied and it was going to be like the winning point. Right. But if they weren't tied, then the boys win. So I guess it was like the shot to win. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's like from half court, it's really close, but then oh bummer, they lose. Mm-hmm. Um, so Logan's like, haha, you guys suck, loser ass bitches. And then the coach, who's changed his mind about this nosebleed, is like, Dana and um, Zoe, I'm gonna offer you positions on the basketball team. And Logan's like, what the fuck? And I guess Zoe's gonna be like a point guard, which is what Logan plays. So there's some tension there. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote soundtrack does eat a little bit, so it must be after that wretched um song that plays during the basketball game. Yeah, there's I have not found another moment where the music is like aggressively awful. 
besides that basketball game like everything else there's another song later on that we'll talk about in this episode or it might be the next episode but um there's always like some good music going on there's some like throwbacks there's some like hidden gems and then just randomly this horrible basketball song but they don't do it again (laughs) so we're good okay what it done we won't have to talk about it again um i wrote michael doesn't say a word in this episode but then i think like 12 seconds later he does say like one word um, but he was just not in the forefront so afterwards the girls go to celebrate um their game even though they didn't win you know they're just feeling the feminism vibes they're like we did that so they have like pizza and cake I think mm-hmm. um and then I said I need Zoe's skirt what 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 outfit were you talking about that you wrote down so the last outfit that she's wearing when they go to uh-huh. the urinal when she's like revealing the urinal and it's like the little yellow number with the giant belt buckle so good that's the oh that's my, my personal favorite look of the whole first episode we need to do that we'll do that like starting the next episode we'll do look of the mm-hmm. look of that episode yeah um, which will be hard until a certain season yeah i was talking about I don't know. I just wrote Need Zoe's skirt and God, her accent is really strong. And that's when they're in the, what's it called? The lounge? What, what's the lounge uh, called? What do they call that? I think it's just, isn't it just the lounge? I don't know. The girls' I lounge? Remember. I guess. So I they're they the just girls lounge, the girls lounge. Her accent is so strong. It really comes and... through. She is fighting that accent the whole show. <laughs> yeah. And so they're like dancing and stuff. And then Chase comes up wearing, okay, this might be my outfit of the episode, wearing his iconic English flag um, shirt that he Uh, will wear constantly. mm -hmm. And he's like, hey, guys, um, good game. We're sorry about Logan. And they're like, you just want our cake and pizza. And they're like, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. And then Quinn says her iconic line, Let's get this party started, yo. And then she starts <laughs> dancing. So good. It's such an iconic Quinn moment. Like, yeah, she's a little nerdy. Yeah, she's a little geeky. But she can get down. And she's going to get, get everyone down. to get down with her. Like, uh-huh. if everyone's... Like, she can get the room to do shots. Like, no one's in the mood to drink. Quinn's like, no, we're doing shots. Like, that is Quinn. <laughs> Yeah, so they start dancing, and then the final scene, which we didn't really mention the problem from earlier, is how, like how Zoe meets Nicole, mm-hmm. is that she hears Nicole screaming, and she goes into the bathroom, and they apparently they haven't updated their bathrooms from when it was an all-boys school, and so there's still a urine, a singular urinal mm-hmm, in the restroom, and Nicole, yeah, Nicole hates it, um, and so in the final scene of the episode, uh, oh, for, she first of all, she doesn't even know what it's for. She's like, "Well, how would they use that? How do they Zoe, sit on it?" <laughs> Zoe, queen of boys, um, having a younger brother probably helps. Um, she's like, "Nicole, I got you. I'll I'll explain it." There's also that scene earlier after the boys challenge them to the basketball tournament when they're in the girls' dorm and a little jockstrap flies through the window and lands oh, yeah, on Nicole yeah. and she goes, what's this? And Zoe has to whisper it in her ear and then she gets the memo and freaks out. She just, I'm obsessed with her having, like she's never met a boy in her life, like has no clue. No, she's getting like raised by by like rich mom. Mm-hmm. Um, has never been a man in her life. Mm-hmm. Except it's funny, like she's obviously, she's going to become the boy crazed one, but she really just, doesn't even know what a boy is right i I love that for her um she's gonna discover so in the final scene zoe like always solving everyone's problems is like uh nicole i know what we can do she fixes up this urinal so it's like a freaking like a fountain yeah women in stem for real like the little like ramps and stuff like there were mechanisms in that thing she like made it look cute while doing it and yeah, she where'd they find all these supplies it. no they idea they don't have a store like this no way they can't go to michael's no idea. but she you know she's a go-getter and she made the cutest urinal of all time all the girls are in the bathroom um outfits again to die for 
Mm -hmm. And they all cheer as the um, urinal does the fountain thing. And that's the end of the first episode. That's episode one. That's the pilot of one of Nickelodeon's most iconic shows of all time. Yeah. Um, And then it just... It just gets better from there. Mm-hmm. Truly. I would say. Yeah. Um, so I'm just so excited that we've made it to the end of one episode. You know, they always mm-hmm. say, like, the first one's the hardest because you have to just do it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But now we've done it. So yeah. I think we're good. qualified professionals now at this point. It doesn't matter if we or either because there's no dialogue. We are the dialogue. Mm -hmm. So what do you have to compare to it? Nothing. Nothing at all. And who else is podcasting about Zoe 101? Like this in depth? No one. No one. Groundbreaking, trendsetting, Mm -hmm. never been done before. Mm -hmm. Everyone's going to be talking Mm -hmm. about it soon enough. And you're welcome for that. We'll make sure of it. Mm -hmm. Jimmy Spears wrote me my check. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) She, She needs a check. Mm-hmm. She's on that doing that survivor thing or whatever, that reality TV series. Oh, she has really gone downhill. But she's on that one show that my mom does watch. You know the one? I know that she's on a show right now, but I have no idea what it is. It's like a show for like moms, I think. Um, but my mom does indeed eat it up, I'm pretty sure. I'll I'll do some more research into what Jamie Lynn Spears so is doing good. these days. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, so guys, we're gonna make episodes. Um, when we don't know, once a week, we'll find yeah. a day. Yeah, we'll make sure. Um, so buckle up, and if you're not, if you haven't seen Zoe 101, that's okay. Just watch it that like before, and then we can discuss it, um, unpack together. Mm-hmm. If you've already seen it anyone refresh you can or just dive right in mm-hmm. um, we go pretty in depth into the episode anyway so it's like you're there with us you watched it mm-hmm. um, should we have a do we need a sign off um rate our podcast five stars wherever you're watching or listening if you're watching on youtube give us a thumbs up leave a comment let us know what your favorite look from the episode was we're gonna start featuring that every week we want to know what your favorite look from the episode was we're gonna go with our favorite looks from the episode see what we can come up with because there are look after look after look in this show until season four but we'll get into that later the apocalypse (laughs) wolf doggy yeah yeah so leave us a, a rating tell us how much you're obsessed with us and how much you're obsessed with zoe 101 and uh-huh. we'll see you next week for episode two bye guys love you smooches <laughs>